Sachs, not Goldman or a hobo bag. More of an homage to testosterone and sag. All these nut sacks up in my visage, it's about the verb. Getting wrecked, getting sacked, tactile pressure of being sandwiched between the field and a wild pack. Football's sacks are enough cause for distress, but once, twice, thrice, I get back up like getting hurt is my vice. I rest. Welcome. 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 Welcome, bitches. Here is another episode of Off the Dome Podcast. Your number one source for entertainment and buffoonery. And now, your hosts, Dizzy, Sweet Lou, Easy E, and Young C. Okay, dramatic effect. All Welcome right. to this week's episode. There you go. No, I wanted to talk about. I told you the the the, the year yeah. end. You wanted to do a little the recap. year end of the NFL, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Because for two reasons. One, I wanted to get Lou's opinion. Okay. Because suddenly he's an expert on the on. No, because on he's a dumbass. Right. <laughs> and he doesn't know shit about it, so that's why I wanted to know. I know everything there is to know about it. Exactly. Ask so me any. Ask I was me. referring to the, 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 the glorious exchange that the two of you had last night. On yes, the group because chat. I was sitting. I was like, ask me anything about it. It was like one of the. Ask morning. me anything about the sport. All right, it was one of the morning, and I was sitting by, and I see the text, <laughs> and I'm like, "You fucking infidel! You don't know shit." <laughs> So I went off. I told you. But I told you what happened. No, you didn't fucking tell me what happened. I told you. No, I, actually, what you told me was, yo, the Ravens are going to go ham on them. And they didn't make it to the Ravens. But <laughs> Sure, anyway. but the Ravens would have... How did I say the Ravens were going to beat them? Run game. I'm going to fucking kill them. You, you know run you game. said they were going to run, gonna run, gonna run, gonna run game. Run game. Run game. And they didn't beat them with the run game. Who? These guys couldn't score in the second half. 100... 87 yards on the ground for Derrick Henry in the first half. In the first half, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point, it was fuck it. No, it was no, only 14 was points, and they were only down by one at halftime. Sure, it was 14 13. Now, but imagine Lamar also. That's Lamar, what, imagine Lamar and Ingram wombo combo. That's what. Run. That's what I'm telling you. Right. No, nobody, nobody, nobody could run them. They were they were fit top five in the league in, the, in run defense, or top five, top six. To be fair, everyone else was down for most of it because of the. The things that no, they can't. The, and I had told him this because he, he hadn't seen him way back when, right? He's used to the growth. Also, it just dawned on me that we never actually mentioned what game we're referring to. We're referring to the wildcard matchup between the Titans and the Patriots. Dolphins 2.0. Dolphins 2.0. I like it. Um, he didn't, He only saw the, the, the Gronk Patriots. Right. Right? The, the what? The Gronk Patriots. Oh, okay. The ones that the were age. blowing up. Scoring three touchdowns, four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. But all the rings they got before that, mm. it was all defense. I see. It barely any offense. Matter of fact, they yeah. all they all won. Brady <clears throat> was a glorified game manager most of them, for the first three championships. Most of them were. They won by field goals, right. last minute field goals. They had Vinatieri those first three actually. Right. So they were they weren't scoring a bunch of points. It wasn't until, until Moss got there that they were like, that they blew up. Yeah. But and ironically, that offense never won a ring. And they didn't win, right, because they, they ran into the Giants. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but... Imagine, imagine saying that unironically. <laughs> twice, but twice. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just, 
They read to the nine and seven. You, know, you don't like the Giants? Read to the, they read to the Digs. Why? The New York Giants. The NYG. <laughs> they read to the Digs. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just never, saying. I have never made that connection in my life. Would you know you, what? Would you, would you prefer that? Yes. Yes, I would. I would prefer if the if ESPN said that. Welcome to Off the Dome, everybody. <laughs> no, I would a thousand percent prefer that. So that's why I told you I was like that. That team is the defense that's going to win a championship. It's the same defense from before, right? The problem that they had is that they couldn't score points. They scored thirteen against Tennessee, mm-hmm. and Tennessee was a bad matchup. Because. because it's Mike Vrabel, the 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 coach. Yeah. Mm. So he went in there going, "This is what Brady's going to do. This is what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is what they're going to do. This is how you're going to defend." Because he was part of those three championships. Yep. Mm. It was a and bad he, matchup overall because. And he's the guy always. If you look at Belichick's against, like record right. against his former like coordinators coaches and coaches and stuff, um, it's actually like he actually has a really bad record against his former like coaches and stuff. So you know that could be a product of a hundred different things. But you take into account that Vrabel was a player for that defense. Right. You know, and he faced Brady in practice. You know, he practice. knew the tendencies already. He knew the game plan that, that Belichick and Brady, you know, that they like to run. Yeah. And then you add to that that the guy that had the game ceiling interception at the end was Logan Ryan, former quarterback of the New England Patriots like right, two right. years ago. So it was a very bad matchup because yeah. everyone on that Tennessee defense had a lot of familiarity with that New England offense. Yeah. Then you then you couple that with the fact that, you know, yeah, you got this freaking wrecking ball in Derrick Henry that can just pick up first down, first down, first down, and just right. drain clock. So it's not necessarily that the Patriots had a running deficiency or a deficiency against the run on defense. It's just more so that, like, when you don't... I was telling you on the car ride over here, the Patriots have a very... At least this year have... I've been wildly successful because they're so aggressive on defense. Right. The way they the way they do it, they'll send the you know these five to seven man blitzes, and they'll leave Stephon Gilmore one on one. And and if you throw in Gilmore's direction, he's going hard to whatever the wide receiver is giving him. So if he's giving if he's giving an inside look, he's going straight for it. They have safety help, worst case scenario. Right. But Stephon Gilmore is one of the best in the league, and he tends to get that turnover more often than not. You talk about tipped balls, interceptions, turnovers were the bread and butter for that Patriots defense this year. The problem was that they couldn't get those type of aggressive, you know, turnovers that they, they're used to because of the conservative play calling on offense by Tennessee. Right. Because when you're running the ball, you know, 90% of the downs, there's no room, there's not as much room for error as if you had Tannehill dropping back and throwing a pass to Stephon Gilmore eight out of the ten times. Right. It, like you said, there are a lot of games where the Patriots were up by a lot. So then come second half, the opponent no has, one's gonna to, fucking run has it, yeah. to throw. They have to throw to try and get in it. And against that defense, you're not going to do it because well, they, they make you pay for it. But they didn't have that many of those. That wasn't a powerful offense. Well, first half of the year when they were 8-0. First half of the year No, because the defense, the defense was it doing pick... Powerful. It wasn't They had powerful. weak no. offenses. No, but they the, had weak. the defenses were, were getting pick six every, every match. Right, Correct. well, hold on. For like 12 Correct. weeks. The thing is, he's not wrong. Because if you look at the the 8-0 record, it was against teams that all ended oh, up yeah, like less than trash. 500. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that the offense was necessarily better, but the off, a mediocre offense was going against a worse a bad, defense. A bad defense. Yeah, but that offense was and we said it at the beginning. This isn't the Super Bowl winning no. Patriots that, that that you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't that that team because you saw the offense and you go, Yeah, they're not you know what I mean? 
they're going up against Cincinnati, so sure. But that's that's yeah. But <clears throat> the question is, what was what's your take? What have you learned from mm. from from this year's NFL team? I, NFL season. I, I have learned that uh Tom Brady will go out with a pick six as his final pass as a Patriot. Oh, you think he's not coming back next year? Not the Patriots. So you think that team is I think I think if he I think if he does sign, uh-huh. he signs with a different team. Bold take. Uh, yeah, that's bold. It's, it's a bold take, but that's the so take. So you think take. he's gonna play next year? But you think he's? I gonna, think I don't know. I don't know if he'll play next year. I don't know. I don't know if he'll hang up the boots. Common sense tells me he won't. He he won't go out like this. Right. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's way too competitive as well, a person. Well, I think he already said that he wants to come back and he wants to play another year. And if I'm not mistaken, his comments seem to indicate that he wanted to stay in New England. Really? He said that's not a that's not an option. Those those that's not <clears throat> that's not a regular team that you're looking at. Yeah. Right. Like you're not looking at regular players and regular like Ronaldo and guys like that. Like you're looking at that's a that's like a cult. Those guys. When one of those guys leaves, everybody else is leaving. Belichick is not staying without Brady. Brady's not going back without Belichick. Those guys are breaking that up. Well, isn't there isn't there talks of Belichick maybe going somewhere else? <clears throat> no, Belichick's locked in. You think so? Yeah. The one that the one that can leave if he so chose is Brady because he's a free agent for the first time in his career, and they cannot franchise tag him, which is the biggest, uh, you know, red flag that he might actually be able to leave. He also sold his house in New England and, and a bunch of other moves that, you know, in his personal life that seem to indicate that he's moving on from New England. But I don't know, man. I have a feeling he's coming back. I have a feeling he leaves, and I have a feeling I Belichick did. goes somewhere else. No, those guys are, dude, that's... that's Belichick to the Cowboys. No, no, dude. Belichick to the Cowboys. No. no dude. See, him and Jerry Jones would not get along. No, oh. it's not just that. It's just that that's, it's not the same... It's not the same fabric. Like, that's not... Those, those guys, those guys leave, and they all leave. Kraft too. Yeah, Kraft will leave that to his kids or somebody else. He fucking sells that shit. And, and, he'll, and he'll walk out. Yeah, and go, get hand, will, yeah. go get handies at and, the and, at the party. Yeah. And Belichick will walk out. And wow, will walk out. I I caught that. I caught that. We're no, not gonna speak by that one. Belichick might go to the Cowboys as a president of operations, hmm. or he might go to, you know, whatever. He was. I don't know where Belichick's from, but. Not clean. I don't know where he's from. He was just—he was born from a football. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, wherever, whatever football stadium he was. He belongs to the fields. To the, to the field. He belongs to the fields. Wherever the hell he's from, or San Fran, or whatever, he'll go somewhere. He might go that way, like to be front office. But he's right, not gonna right. Go, he's not going to go there. But that's—that's that's what you took from this year from the NFL, because no. this is your second year. Of actively watching it, of, of actively, of, of, having, of actively watching every game, right? And not yeah. just that, but you having your invested interest, in every game. invested yeah. interest. So that's what, what. What did you learn? What did uh, you take from it? What did I take? Uh, he's from Nashville, by the way, so it's it's fitting. Oh, there you go. There it is. And he's already got his boy Grable there, so you know, fuck it. There you go. If you can't beat him, join him. It, it was all an elaborate plot, you see. Yes, yes. The Titans are in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tennessee, but yeah, they are. Yeah, no, same. Are they in Nashville? Or? Yeah, they're Nashville. No, just the whole state. Oh, Actually, they're I'll, everywhere. I'll they verify, play. but I'm like 90%. Sure. The entire state is just a giant yeah, state. Yeah, they're, they're not in Memphis. No. No, so, um, yeah, so they're Nashville. No, I mean, take takeaways. Uh, my takeaways are that Flores is actually a great coach, and, and everyone who judged him too early, uh, judged him too early. <laughs> 
for, for lack of, better, of a better word. Um, that guy turned it around hard. The also, West just to interject, they play in uh, Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. You were right. So I think I think that's that's one of the big takeaways. Stop judging. For for me, right? It's like stop buying into the hype, or I guess unhype. The the opposite of hype. Right. Of of new coaches, because I, I mean you've said this before, right? When there's a new coach, there's a new system in play. It's gonna take a while. It's gonna take some games. In the NFL. Yeah, in the NFL. Just to mention, because I just got a Bleacher Report notification here. Uh, it's reported that Tom Brady does not plan on giving New England the old hometown gis- discount. discount right. So so if he goes to play for them next year, it's at yeah. full starting quarterback rate. Yeah, or no, at least whatever the market is for him at the time. No, yeah. Which, again, that would indicate that you know maybe there is a little something there because traditionally Brady has taken pay cuts for the Patriots. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. But the Patriots, aren't, isn't their cap space like fucking trash? <laughs> Um, I don't know their cap situation, if I'm being honest with you. I've heard that their cap situation is bad, and that's why Brady always takes pay cuts, to keep the cap space so they can keep, you know, that, getting Well, better. he that's takes not the pay way that, cuts. That's not the so way that works either. No, the reason he takes pay cuts is so that they can splurge on other positions. Yeah. So like sure, right. Him taking a couple mil less is probably why they were able to offer Antonio Brown a one-year 15-mil deal. Yeah. Because otherwise they probably Yeah, because remember that. It. It's cap space is... It's it's you would say virtual almost. It's not virtual, but it's what I'm looking for. It's not tangible, right? That that's not telling you that that's how much money Robert Kraft has. Yes, you understand? Yes. Like that motherfucker could go and buy three more Patriots. Yeah. So he could just spend more money if he wants to. Because like this is why I tell you the other time that you just kind of laughed at me when I was like, they should sign him. It's just money. It's just money. So you sign Antonio Brown for 15 mil, but it's going to cost you in the taxes. All right, pay it. So it costs you 20 mil to get Antonio Brown. Not to mention you can restructure <laughs> deals in the NFL and all that stuff to like create cap space for yourself. Cap cap is usually not a huge issue when it comes to like NFL teams wanting to sign players to a certain contract. Right, right. Because okay. there's always ways around that shit. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm telling you. It's not... And nobody... Nobody minds um, having to spend this here, that there, in so, order to to no, get what you need. Because they, because it's not like they're running out of money. Okay. You know I mean? They have all the money in the world. But oh, that, well, that's the other thing because you don't know what the fuck they're cutting in the back room either. You know, you do. Right. Yeah, you know, you sign the seven mil deal, but you know, maybe you wake up with a package that has another ten million. Right. You don't know. Right. <laughs> maybe it's all. Maybe it's all bonuses. Right. Maybe 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 it's I want to give you the signing bonus for fifty mil. But you're paid seven mil. Like that type of shit. Yeah. But that's what well, it is. Anyway, uh, Brian Flores, I think, was judged ahead of time. I've learned this season to not judge people before you give them time to implement a system. Because Brian Flores was balling toward the end of the season with Ryan Fitzpatrick and uh, and an anemic squad. But Dude, did they he say that? Roster devoid of talent. Com- completely devoid but of talent. Remember, but remember and then, and then the said, couple of players that they did have that were great got injured. Yeah. Well, remember, but said that, though. remember what I said at the beginning of the year because everyone pushed the panic button after that Baltimore game. Everybody. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. Yes, I know. And I, tried, and I calmed saying. everyone down. Back when we were competitive, we were getting that type of score against the, the Ravens. So it didn't surprise me. The reason I told people to calm down is, well, one, it's football. So you know how hard it is to go 0-16 in this sport? 
You know how hard that is? It's it is it is harder to be consistently bad than it is to be occasionally good. That that is a phrase that I heard when just when someone described the 0 16 Browns to me. Okay. And they're like, yo, this is like this is unprecedented. Because how do you go one in fifteen and then zero and sixteen? Because it because you you're bound to get lucky every now and then, right? Like right, you look right. at the Dolphins and that Colts game that we won, that was luck, pure luck. The Jacoby Brissett just so happened to have some sort of injury, and they're like, ah, oh, we don't need to play you. And now all of a sudden we win by one, or no, excuse me, we won by four. But it could have easily gone the other way had Vinatieri not missed an extra point here or a field goal there, right? Right. Uh, you look at that Cincinnati game. Like, I still don't understand how there was such an uproar when when the Dolphins were essentially giving away assets. And it, it wasn't that we were giving away assets. It's that they were backloading all the assets. Right. So it's, I'm going to literally give you everything of value I have now so that I have a ton of things of value on the back end, right, with mm-hmm. these draft picks. So, you know, oh, you know, there needs to be an investigation. What they're doing is morally wrong, this and that. Meanwhile... The Bengals went two and sixteen, or excuse me, two and fourteen with that squad. Yeah, and I don't understand how because if you, when I look at the Dolphins, that roster is devoid of talent. If it yeah. wasn't, if it wasn't at the beginning and, and, of the year, and and the and the couple of players that were good right. got traded, and that no, and not just that, you're talking about injuries. Oh, and injuries because shares. halfway that through was later the year, on, yeah. anyone that was of value was on IR. Was IR they got traded? Look at Kenyon Drake blowing up in Arizona. So, you know that was a roster that was devoid of talent. That if there was ever a team set up to go 0 16, it was that one. And with this coaching staff, or at least this head coach, managed to get these these gang of rejects to actually play up and win five games. Granted, he had Fitzpatrick, and 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick does that. He'll Fitz, pull. He'll pull. He'll pull those type of games. Out, out of his hat every... every out of his hat. Out of his ass. Say it. <laughs> out of his ass. <laughs> say it. Well, I was, I was saying rabbit out of his hat. Like, you know, magician. Mm. But, you know, yeah, he pulled it out of his ass. And that's what happens, right? But, look. I like Flores. I like, like... I like him as a motivator. Because that speech he gave after that Patriots game, I just... I remember watching it. And I'm like, dude, I would run through a wall for this guy. Because he's just... He's perpetually like mad but motivating all the time. Right, right, right. He's like, you know, we had some struggles beginning of the year, but you know, this is the fruits of our labor, right? And it's only gonna get better. It, it like, it, it, and I'm like, dude, I I can see why the players played hard for him. Meanwhile, we look at the Bengals, a, a squad that I thought had talent at some at some spots and should not have been a two win team. Really? Yeah. You uh, don't, you look, don't think the Bengals had talent? Ty- Tyler no, Boyd. I thought they, I thought that it was. I thought that they were going to maybe win one game, and they won two, just because of, of the, because of the because of where they play, because everybody right. was stacked. Because we thought the Browns were going to be crazy good. That's true. That's so true. That's everybody fair, yeah. being stacked in the, and we didn't know Ben was going to get hurt. Right. So I thought they got to play the the Steelers and they got to play Lamar Jackson. And they got to play. That's fine. The Browns. But what I'm saying is, once the yeah, season that's a tough situation. And I'm like, you got to play those guys six times. And I understand that AJ Green was hurt the entire year. R- well, I that I, was a big. That I was have a big thoughts game. on that. I I don't think he. I'll get to that too because I have I have yeah. my thing on that too. So you look at the you look at the roster. You be alright. Andy Dalton is not a bad quarterback. <laughs> Andy <laughs> Dalton. If he smoked weed before he played, he would have been fine. Right. <laughs> Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback. 
Like no, I, he, I, I, I don't. I want to. Like he might not be fantastic, but he's, he's serviceable. Not a great quarterback. He's a serviceable starting. But quarterback. But he is average to above average. I, I think. Yeah, I think he's right under that. That, um, it's sort of you know you have the Brady's and the Manny's and yeah. the Rogers of the world, right. right? And then you have to be, you have the, the Ben, the Ben Roethlisberger's of the world, right? He's right under that. Right. He's a game manager. He's, he's like, a he's like an Alex Smith almost. And he, I think he's better. Yo, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's like Dak. Right. Right. Where yeah. where if Dak shows talent. Don't let don't let uh, what's his name Colin Coward. Oh, Coward? Colin Coward. Don't 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 let don't let him hear you say that he he's, he's only like, there. He, he doesn't like Dak. He loves Dak. He loves Dak. He will suck his dick. <laughs> If well, I think him and Dak and Skip Bayless. Yeah. Him is, oh, Skip likes him too. Skip loves the Cowboys, bro. <clears throat> Shit. Well, <laughs> I think he's right in that in that level, right? Like, I don't think he's Uncle Rico bad. No, absolutely not. I don't think he's uh, what's the other guy that they had? Finally, they got rid of him. Uncle Rico bad. Listen, man, that guy I like. <laughs> You're talking about Gardner Minshew? Yes. Yeah, it's my boy. Who's the guy that they, had, they had last year? That Blake Bortles. They finally, they got rid of Blake that guy. Bortles. He's oh not God. that. He's not, he's not, not that Bortles. Bad. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's he's right in that. And Bortles won like five games last year. Did he? Yeah. He did. Because there's talent. Done. There's talent. When, yeah. So here's the thing. You look at you look at Dalton. Not bad. Not great. But no, he's, no, he's no, average okay. to above average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fair then enough. you look at some of the weapons he has. Tyler Boyd. Is a legitimate number one receiver, and he's supposed to be the number two on that team. He's got John Ross. John Ross came to his own this year, so he had two legitimate receivers. Tyler Eifert is one of the better tight ends in this game. I will admit they had deficiencies across their O line, so they couldn't they could never buy him time. But then they got Joe Mixon in the backfield. That's one hell of a running back. So you can compensate. We talked about you know how you can scheme certain things to make up for your weaknesses. Yeah. Go go run heavy, right. and that'll buy your quarterback time to throw because they're anticipating a run. And then you look at the defense. You got Geno Atkins. You got uh, what's his face, the linebacker. God, he's escaping me right now. Preston Williams, I think his his name is. Whatever. Point is, you look at that defense, and it's not totally trash either. Right. You know. So I'm looking at it, and I'm going, man, there's no reason it should have been that bad. But they went like 0-4, 0-5, something like that. To start? And to yeah, start. Yeah, they went like 0-6, I think. You know, which like is fine because they, they, right. they hit some heavy hitters in the beginning. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you, there's that. But then all of a sudden, Zach Taylor, who I have serious doubts about as a coach, like from the get, from when he was signed, mm. and especially after this year, you're talking I've, about you're talking about the benching of Andy. They bench Andy Dalton for Ryan Finley, who is easily the most trash quarterback I saw this. Year. And the excuse I heard from the locker room was that we need to worry about the future, and we need to see what we have in Ryan Finley. They need to be concerned yeah, about yeah. the draft. They need to be concerned about the future. And I said, hold up. This is what's coming from the locker room. That's what the players are telling me. And I didn't hear a peep about them being investigated. Because at least when the Dolphins were, quote, tanking, anytime you ask someone in the locker room about it, they're like, no, we're trying to win games as much as possible. <laughs> no, you, you know, don't understand. We just played bad. Stop we just, telling we just, We're just bad. And it's yeah. frustrating. You saw them you know, physically yeah, yeah, yeah. and emotionally get very upset when asked of course, about it. Of course, 
And then with the Bengals, you got Andy Dalton talking about, oh, well, you know, they're worried about the future and they're worried about the draft. It's like, this is mother- this motherfucker just admitted that they're tanking. And then I'm not surprised because, so, look, after a couple games of Ryan Finley not playing well, mm-hmm. we get the we get the message, we get the notification on our phones, oh, Andy Dalton back at starter. And you know why the fuck that was? Because the GM's like, listen, motherfucker, to Zach Taylor, you go 0-16, you're not going to be here next year. So then he's like, fuck, all right, give me the best chance to win, and he put his quarterback back in. But we met, we alluded to A.J. Green. A.J. Green was told not to come back. Absolutely. He said, we're tanking. Take all the fucking time rehabbing you want. Yeah. Because that dude's always had that type of injury. AJ A.J. Green did... What Antonio Brown could have done. He, Antonio Brown could have pulled it off. Oh, I'm injured. Uh, I'm sorry, not Antonio Brown. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, sorry. Confused my Steelers there. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, which is, listen, man, say you have a knock, say something, and just keep your head down because and chill. It's no coincidence. The same week that AJ Green scheduled to come back, that's when they announced the switch to Ryan Finley, and that's when all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, AJ Green's like, "Oh, you know what? My ankle. I suffered just, a setback. Suffered I, a setback. I don't feel too good about my ankle." And I'm like, "If that's not the most fucking like harebrained scheme I've ever seen in my life, AJ yeah. Green's not signing with the Bengals. Let's be. No, let's be, he's, he's, out, not, he's, he's not. He's not renewing. The fucking door, bro. There's no way they keep Andy him. Dalton unless they franchise him. But. I think Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton gets traded. He, he, of course, because now they're gonna draft the Joe Burrow kid." Probably no, for sure. That's a that's a throw. It's it's a shitty situation, and I think I think they have talented receivers. They do because they have they have they had AJ Green at full strength. Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate, John Ross, Tyler Eifert, and then Joe Mixon in the backfield. And you telling me that squad won how many games? Well, that's that's that brings me to the reason why I asked you that question. Because what you could tell this season is that experience trumps talent. Yes. any situation, every situation. In reality, skill trumps talent. But you get skilled by experience, by doing doing it over and over and over and over, and over again. Right? right. You have a fantastically, you have a really fast, hard punching boxer. But if you put him up against somebody that's old, experienced, and Manny Pacquiao, they're gonna lose because that trumps talent. Right. So you can have all the talent you wanted there. If that coach didn't know what to do with it, it doesn't matter. Michael Singletary was one of my favorites, and he had basically the same squad that Harbaugh got. Yeah, virtually. And, and yeah. Harbaugh took him to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, like you, you could call him, you could name, you could name all the guys, but especially in the NFL, you could put an all-pro team together if you want. If yeah. you don't know how to, if you don't know how to call plays, oh, which perfect transition into this. This year in the NFL more than any other season prior showed me and I want I'm going to quote Kanye loosely y- y'all remember when Kanye lost his mind on the on the St. Pablo tour and he's like feelings matter bro okay yeah. coaching matters bro because you had an all-star squad in Cleveland but you had you had the worst head coach I have Freddie ever Kitchens. seen in my Freddie life Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens was the worst coach I think I ever had the displeasure of watching on my television because he consistently ignored the run. He consistently 
dropped how Baker did, Mayfield. Having back Nick Chubb back there. Nick well, Chubb and Kareem Hunt? And, and Kareem Hunt. Well, Kareem Hunt halfway through the season. Okay, but, yeah. but still, man. It's not like he started running once he got Kareem Hunt. No, right. You right. know? No, and Nick Chubb, even with Freddie Kitchens, Nick Chubb still put up pretty good numbers. Decent numbers, and they weren't going to him often. Because I guarantee you, if I pull up the numbers right now, his average yards, or uh, his average rushing attempts per game were well under 20. I would bet under 15. But they would ignore the run game a, a ton. They would then also do... And this is why Baker ultimately had a bad year. They were they were having Baker drop back seven step five step drops, throwing deep, and it's like I dude, also, that's but, not how. Yeah, but I also think Baker Mayfield is terrible at going through his his reads. That he, guy that guy had a bad year because he's trash. Like I told you last yeah, year. No, I think I think he's terrible going through his reads. He likes to throw to his first read. He's trash. You know what happens with Baker? That he's he's a product of technology. When Baker was growing up, he's... All right, all right. <laughs> Old man yells at clouds. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he's a product of, a, a, a product of technology. He, okay, grew, he grew up watching Brett Favre and watching those guys. Right. Right? Because he was able to. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Is that you guys really think Baker was it? a problem with that team? I don't no, think Baker, I, I don't I, think I, Baker no, was no, a problem. I don't think that Baker was a problem with that team. I think Baker's trash. He's just trash. I think he's average. on a separate note. No, I think I think Baker didn't help. It's, it's, it's I'm not gonna say he's trash. I'm just gonna say I don't pa- think I, I don't think put Peyton Manning on that squad. And if he ran the plays that Freddie Kitchens told him to run, still wouldn't have worked. Yeah, In fact, no. Peyton would have been like, "No, nah, I'm changing trash. every play at the line." <laughs> like, well, that's a, that's the the the. So you can argue that Baker is a second year player that doesn't have the fucking discipline of going through all his progressions because that's absolutely true but good coaching fixes that right you know you can say baker is not good coaching doesn't fix that what good coaching does is that knows how to work around it they didn't know how to fix that with brett Favre. that's true too he never went through his reads except brett Favre never gave a fuck but that's right he doesn't give a fuck he he never went through it right but somebody said i fuck it he's not gonna go through it man we gotta go something we gotta do something else and then they figured out how to make it so that okay, do do you, but we got to set you up here, which that's what's good good coaching, right? And that came from uh, from George Seifert and those guys, not George Seifert before Bill Walsh and those guys in in, uh, in San Fran, mm-hmm. when you had I think his I think uh, Brett's quarterbacks coach was John Gruden, and then uh, yeah. the guy and uh, the guy that was there in Green Bay that uh, Mike Holgrim and those guys, mm-hmm. so that comes from that from that coaching school where it was kind of like a Phil Jackson kind of like a yeah you know coach the attitude don't coach the fucking like right, they, right, they, right. they're here because they already learned how to play right like you're not teaching them how to play yeah because they're here already you're not coaching college football so kind of like that Phil Jackson style of, of coaching but with to get back to to the to the Baker Mayfield thing I told you I told you Last year, I go the only one I don't I haven't watched too many of these of these young guys. The only thing I watched from this kid from Buffalo was the highlights. I'll, I'll also because he played for Wyoming and nobody watches that shit. So, but the only thing I watched was the highlights. Yeah, and I told you that's the only quarterback ready NFL. Uh, you were wrong. Uh, no, oh, who else was quarterback? Who else no was, was that draft? No one was quarterback. Ready. He, he's NFL ready. He's not. Of course, body maybe, but his mechanics are all off. No, his mechanics are all off. No, he's a glorified running back. No, 
He's a glory. No, People want to talk about Lamar Jackson you, being a running back. Josh Allen is a running no, back. No, you know why? Because you you have to fit up with the box that, that they've showed you. You know what that kid does that no other NFL quarterback that's three years does? Well, it's the second year. Right. But I'm talking about three-year ones. Three, no, none of the three. Because once you get into like the... After three years, you're you're probably out of the league. Yeah, you suck. That's the league average. That's <laughs> you know the league average is three yeah. years. If, you, if it's if it's three years, if you didn't make it in three years, you're probably out because you suck. But yeah. if not, then you're uh, Blake Bortles. So right. you can you, you can stick around. <laughs> at, at which point you trick people into which, thinking yeah. you can be a game manager. Exactly. But you know what that kid does? The thing with that kid is that if you like, I, I would tell him like Ryan Tannehill these somebody needs to give that kid a chance. Right, because he—I don't feel like he's got the chance he he deserves. But Tannehill's really good at following instructions. He's excellent at that. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna yeah. do that. Part of the reason why he gets clocked when he gets sacked is because he's following instructions. Yeah, I'm gonna go through read one, and I gotta go through read two. Even though there's a guy coming 100 miles an hour, he's like, "But I gotta, gotta go do my reads. Two. Gotta do my reads. Gotta do my reads." Yeah, he's like, "But I gotta go to read two. I can't go to read three yet." Yeah. Even right, though three's right. open. And the guy's coming at you 100 miles an hour. Right. And he's like, but I got to go to two. So he gets clocked. And that's a rookie mistake. Typically, young quarterbacks do that. Right? Now mm-hmm. we see that Tannehill does that, period. But you, That's just his No, and Tannehill was not held by the coaching staff. Right, right. but you, you know, we talked yeah. about that. He wasn't held by it. But now we know, well... That's he, just, that's just a, who he is. Just, you know, he's, he's, a good, he's a good student. He's going to do what the teacher tells him to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Then you have the opposite end of that, which is Baker Mayfield. I'm with whatever the fuck I want, but you're 20. I don't care. All right. So that's what happened to Brett Favre at the beginning, right? I right, go to Atlanta, go suck dick for, yeah. for for three years. Want to see me throw a pick? Want to see me do it again? Want to see me do it again? Right. What I see this kid do is that this kid, which is something that's why I say quarterbacks are th- within the th- first three years that you typically don't see. Do. I saw Lamar doing it twice. And since he only did it twice, I was like, I'm not going to give you credit for it. Because I don't know if it was a mistake. What? Is that they throw the ball away to where the person is. So they don't get called for the intentional grounding. And I'm like, that's a veteran move. Right? That's something that you don't see. Usually you see intentional grounding and you understand it. Right. You understand? Now, what you saw was a fucking knucklehead. Right? You saw him in his second year. You know what he looked like? Like a second-year quarterback. Yeah. Right? But he's... That's why I told you. I was like, that guy's the one that's ready. I think he still has a ways to go. He's still of very raw. No, of course, of course, of course. But from that group, right? From that group. Right? I, can, I can see where you're coming from. You get from. what I'm saying? Because yeah. Baker, Baker is what Baker is. Baker's not better or worse than he was last year or anything like that. It's just that that's what he does. Right. He runs around. He throows it. He does this. He makes shit happen. When do you do you think coming seeing that they both came from the same place? What do you, do you think Kyler do you think Kyler Murray is also trash? No, he's not. Kyler he's Murray different yeah. different quarterback. No, 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 no. Yeah, Kyler Murray's good. I didn't. You I, know what? No, Kyler I think Murray he's has good. That I Baker think doesn't. Kyler can actually run a fucking system. Yeah, he could. He's so Kyler's the. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. That's so why. Kyler, this is last time I chose a rookie quarterback. It turned out to be shit. So this Kyler's time the balance. Field. Of making it happen and following instructions, so he's gonna give you that balance. Let me, let me take this back. Coaching matters. Well, when Baker was at 
Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley's one hell of a coach. So you got a Heisman year out of him. The moment Baker got drafted into the Browns, what did I say? Because Eric was like, oh, you were high on Baker. I'm like, I was. Then he got drafted by the Browns. Now I don't know because that kid needs structure. You had Hugh Jackson the first year, Freddie Kitchens the second year. If they fuck up the third hire, then that's it. That kid's career is done because he's not going to. He needs a guy. He needs a coach that's going to like hold him accountable for shit. He needs a Brian Flores. <laughs> he need because Brian Flores had two games with Josh Rosen. It was like, nah, you out of here. <laughs> you get, you need that guy. Baker was is a problem child. Yeah. He had Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley got the best out of him. Right. Baker Baker needs a good head coach. Yeah, he needs hard. Yeah, right. Right. He needs a hardball. exactly. He needs hardball. He's That's hardball. what the fuck he needs. Yeah, he's hardball. He had he had he had, uh, he had uh, what's his face the. I always forget his goddamn name. Dude looks like a bulldog on the field. He was the 49ers coach before. Oh, uh, Singletary. Singletary. <laughs> he has Singletary. They need to get a hardball yeah. this time yeah, around. Because if you get a hardball, you'll get the best out of him. With Kyler, it's a different situation. Yes, he comes from the same school, and I guess you can make comparisons, but Kyler is a much better player than Baker ever was. Okay. Kyler Kyler's the balance. Right? Yeah. My problem with Kyler is that his size. You're right. He's mon- he's, he's short. Problem. He's short. So I don't know how strong he is. Right? If he cuz you could you could build size, right? You could get bigger. You're limited in quarterback position now how big you can get, but you can get bigger. Now, that's going to depend on how strong he is. I don't know how strong he is. If he's a fragile quarterback, Carson Palmer was a big quarterback, but, but he fragile. Was fragile as shit. Right? But he was a big quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he would get hurt all the time. So with Kyler, I don't know if he's going to get hurt playing with those because the NFL is a lot yeah. faster now. Too. Or if he's We're like a see. or if he's like a three year old toddler who can who can fall off a tree and be fine. I'm right telling after. you, right. Kyler is gonna it's gonna come down to durability. But I have no question yeah, yeah. marks with the neck up or the neck down. He can make all the throws. Yeah, no, he can, he can, he can run play. any scheme he you throw at him. He can he make can any audible at the line. He's a much better player coming out of college than than Baker was. The only problem Kyler had was height, and look, he found a coach that yeah. was willing to deal with it, so we'll see. Jalen Hurts coming out now, also a Lincoln Riley guy Product. coming out of Oklahoma. I think he can be pretty good, and he's actually got size. He's, right? size. he's yeah, like yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. Two, he's, a, six he's, a, he's a he's a big dude. So he's he's bigger, but coaching matters. Right. Lincoln Riley had three quarterbacks in three years, made it to the college football players every year, and he got the best out of those quarterbacks that he had because coaching matters. Look at the Steelers. They lost Big Ben. Yeah. Everyone thought it was over. They yeah. ended, what, 7-9, 8-8? Eight eight? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, because coaching yeah. matters. So now with that, and with even that, with, with that fucking train wreck of a quarterback that is Mason Rudolph. Right. So with that set. Between him and Devin Hodges. Yeah. So with that, this this brings us to another. It's It's sort of another topic, but it's not really... But it's kind of like what I wanted to get to, right? Because what I got out of the season is experience trumps talent anytime. If you have skill, that's going to trump talent because you could, because we see it all the time. Yeah. You can have raw talent coming out of college, and when you make it to the pros, they're going to they're gonna dissect you. They're going to turn you apart. Yeah. So I'll switch the conversation a little bit. And I, and I say this because I've seen this happen before, so... This is where this is where it's going. Do you think US is making a big push on soccer? Okay. A really big push. Yeah. And we influence everything. 
right? Man United has fucking Chevy shirt on, mm. right? The schedules for the for the for the for the teams are now based on US. The schedule for the teams are now well. We play this time. We play this time. We play that time. Yeah, there's less games at five in the morning. Yeah, there's no games at five. There's no games at five in the morning. Like, but that's not even, dude. Back in 2015, not even mm-hmm. too long ago, uh-huh. I, I would wake up at five in the morning just to catch games. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's that's what I'm saying. So they're making a big push. With that, you can. Um, these people were here the other day. They, well, they're doing a U.S. tour, but they were here in South Beach the other day, Premier League mornings. That's right. Yeah. So with that said, do you think? that U.S. influence might ruin some of the play. Uh, absolutely. Here's what I mean by that. Absolutely. Here's what I mean by that. Goddamn infidels. Here's what I mean by that, right? Baseball is very, very almost natural in the way that the game is played. Right. Right? It's just, This is just the way it is. They made some changes because of safety and stuff like that, right. but typically... This is the way it it's is. It's just tradition. This is yeah. the way it's been played since the beginning of time. Right. Right? That's all. Nobody, yeah, nobody, all right, we'll embrace technology. We'll do some some, some replay and stuff, but, but that's, right? But football, American football, is very almost, I almost look at it like U.S. control. Like, yeah. we do, I don't care what you like about the game, and mm. I don't care what you like about the sport, I don't care what you care about the athletes. We're going to run like this. Right, right. And now you're now you're seeing that right where he tells you coaching matters, so the, in essence the employee doesn't matter, it's the coaching. corporation matters, yeah. mm-hmm. right? The team matters. It's, the employee it's doesn't matter. The the player doesn't matter. Who oh you don't like it? You don't like it here? You don't like what we're paying you? Get out. We'll bring yeah. somebody else because mm-hmm. right. it's like a factory. Yep. So also I don't know how you're enjoying the the playoff setting, right? As opposed to the 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 round robin. Mm. Right, you you have a playoff setting, right? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter what the regular season is like. Well, just get us in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, I think I think soccer is a little bit, a little bit different. And it is. It, it's a little bit different because it's such a big game around the world. Because baseball, baseball is is a huge game on this hemisphere. But we're, but we're not looking at you look. You have to look at this. Baseball is a, a huge a huge sport in this hemisphere. Soccer is a world. Exactly, a world sport. It's not that like it's is being right now influenced by US. Yeah, but I don't think they're. We're not doing. They're not. They're not going to do playoffs. That's. I don't that's think sac- doing, that's sacrilege for, for it, that. It's sacrilege for that. And again, we might not see it, right? So it's not our problem. Kind of like 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 uh, like the, the some of those comedians. Like, who cares about global warming? That's my grandkids' problem. <laughs> that's not my right, problem, right, right. right? But do you think that some of it might get? Influenced in there just for the sake of ratings, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they really like having all of the U.S. tune in on, on the weekends. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this: and much. spend money on those shirts. I'll tell you this much: you're gonna see a lot more uh, VAR reviews, in-depth reviews, if if the U.S. gets its way. The U.S. the U.S. as a whole loves that. Oh, it's it's the the refs the refs called this drama. They love that shit. Well, they I love mean, they love in every sport. Yeah. The what? In every sport. The no, we're, this is going under review, which we're seeing now with VAR in Europe. But what you're not seeing is overturning calls. 
Well, no one, no. Right now in Europe, you have VAR, which is video assisted refereeing. Mm-hmm. It's basically what the NFL does, right? Yeah, like we're gonna review the play. You got a you got a big man in New York that's watching the game, right? right. And, you know his little right. screen. Well, they, they have they have like seventeen dudes in a tiny closet, mm-hmm. and they're looking at every well, possible thing. But the reason why I say it because it's twenty twenty minutes time to come out of the closet. You know, say come on. No, but but the thing is that you have. You have that influence. We do of US. We do pushing in because the money's. Big. You gotta you gotta put the VAR in. The, the problem. Big. The problem is that VAR right now is I'm gonna tell the I'm gonna tell the main ref, right? Like let's say New York calls and tells the ref, "Hey, I don't think you'd call this right." Right. And then the ref decides I'm gonna enforce it or I don't. Yeah. Do you? Do you I think I think the US is gonna flip that, and it's gonna be the refs are now gonna ask. And then there, the people are going to say yes or no, and you're going to start seeing a lot of shit overturned, but not in the sense like, oh, it's offside. You're going to see shit overturned like that's not a red, that's a yellow, which is shit that we don't see right now, and that's going to bring a lot of drama and, and, and it's going to upset a lot of people. Do you think that the game itself is going to change? Because I mean, I'm sure. So, for example, the NBA changed because of ratings, mm-hmm. right? The NBA now is not hard fouls because people wanted to see more offense. Right. People wanted to see more people playing offense. Well, you're seeing that already. Funny enough, you're seeing huh? now. You're seeing that already. I know. I you're know. seeing that already. Like in in, in soccer, right? Right. It That's used to be. Me. It used to be a lot of this whole team. It's either the whole team is working together, mm. and they're all at a similar talent, or you have a lot of teams that don't have attacking power, throwing themselves back. Right. And now you're seeing. Oh, it's just who can score more. Right. There, there's no more tactics. It's not like it's not like which is funny. I'm well, saying I was gonna that. say I think that might be one of the most direct ways that the U.S. influence is gonna change the game because let's face it, we like to see points. That's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. That's why baseball is so home run, to, so many home runs now in baseball. That's why it's the biggest is the biggest thing. That's why right. basketball That's why have less hard turn. fouls because they want to see these 120 see games. They want to see people scoring. They don't want to see defense. There's a thing. And at least with so, basketball, so, you're starting to see it backfiring because ratings are actually down this year. So TV, TV rating. Well, they have to share some with with with. Uh, they have to share some with uh, with, uh, with 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 soccer now too. Yeah. Right. right. That's what I'm saying because that's going to give you. I think you can yeah, start yeah. seeing that change, right? Where we need to put some superstars. Yeah. Well, we we're to, already, but we're seeing that already, man. I think if it gets any worse than that, then yeah, I'm yeah. gonna fucking stop watching soccer. Because for that, suck. Because one of the things that I love about it, I love about that sport, is the the purity of it. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, still it's it's a very it's very it's like, very dude, traditional. We don't like, fucking stop. What clock? What are you talking about? What do you yeah. mean timeouts? Just play. Yeah. Just keep playing. Right. And recently, which is funny, you mentioned that recently, as as recent as 2014, mm-hmm. they implemented water breaks, and that was a huge thing. That was really? a thing. Yeah. They were like, yo, yeah. you, can't yeah, be, whole, you can't be stopping. Meanwhile, the game. every American sport is like, oh, here's a hundred different commercial. Timeouts or substitutions. Right, commercials. We, right. There's no, there's right. no commercials in the middle. Right. That's why I tell you, it's let's play. Yeah. I know that I'm gonna watch a soccer game. I'm gonna watch 90 minutes and I'm gonna go home. Right. Because there's no commercial. There's no timeout. Yeah. It's just play. Three substitutions in the game. That's all you make. Right. Right. Eleven fucking people. Well, use them wisely. Use them wisely. Right. So that's what I'm like. I don't want that influence to go in. Uh, Why? Well, yeah. Because I mean, then it becomes a product. Of course. And not just what you enjoy and what I enjoy. I think I think what we can all agree on is uh, America ruins shit sometimes. Oh, for sure. And we need to stop. That. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really hoping that like 
I'm really hoping that there's not like a huge vet like vested interest for like um, like Americans in soccer. I like I hope it doesn't corrupt the sport because I don't even watch the sport that much. But even I can look at it objectively and be like, oh yeah, we'll change the fuck out of it. Oh, if you watch the MLS, because I can tell you every little thing that will probably change if you want an American. Audience. If you watch the MLS, that's Americans' version, right? Of soccer, and it sucks. It is that. It sucks. It's, 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 it's it sucks so much that that it used to be penalties. Traditionally, there's a ball, right? And they kick it into the goal. <laughs> no, I'm, there's a ball, and you're you're fifteen you're fifteen yards out, right. essentially yeah. up to fifty meters, right. fifteen yards out, and it's a goalkeeper, and you kick it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The U.S. in the 1980s was like, now nah, fuck that shit. What we're gonna do is we're gonna have that dude run with the ball. And the goalkeeper can come out whenever the fuck he wants. So it was like this whole different thing. And obviously it didn't work out. But right. that's the that, US being like, how can we make this more marketable? Yeah. How can we make this more exciting? Right. And the fact that people are eating up the MLS. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to see the MLS. We want to see the MLS. We want to see the MLS. Like, okay. There's people excited about. I mean, we have a coworker yeah. who's like excited about Atlanta. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is if you would have told me 10 years ago, yo, people are going to be excited about the MLS. I would have laughed at you. Mm. Because it wasn't like that. If and you you're seeing, you you're seeing massive that, growth. If you would have told me that two months ago, I didn't know Atlanta had a team. <laughs> Fair enough. But what I'm saying Fair is, enough. what I'm saying is it's it's growing. So yeah, I can see Only reason I fucking know is because they've been mentioning it on the fucking radio. Because of Miami FC yeah. coming mm-hmm. just now. That's what I'm like. Inter Miami. Inter Miami. Sorry. How but, dare you? Oh my God. But that's why. But I'm telling you, it's, it is already, it's already happening because dude, you used to not hear a Peep of soccer on local and now and now radio. it's just everywhere. And now you got whole segments dedicated it, to now it. Now they're playing at different hours, and that's affecting players. Mm-hmm. And that's you know they played uh, at fucking times that you're like, yo, these guys just finished partying for fucking New Year's, and I'm like, that's gonna that's gonna yeah that's gonna happen. And I see how they're gonna want to open a channel so that stars, people that are already yeah. stars, come to play here. <laughs>